I'm Dr. McGowan. And I'm Dr. Henny. And we are two pods. And a microphone. So, Dr. Henny, what are we talking about tonight? Tonight we are talking about pickleball. Pickleball. The game that's taken the nation by storm. Pickleball is the fastest growing sport in America, and we didn't make it up. It's a real thing. Yeah, you grew up playing this, right? Yeah, everybody did. (laughs) Back in the streets in Jersey, everybody was playing pickleball. (laughs) So when did you learn about this? I learned about pickleball about a year and a half ago. How about you? Same same here. As soon as we opened that other office up in the villages. So Dr. Henny and I opened an office in the villages, Florida, in April of last year, of April of 2013. And it was not even my second day in the villages when a woman came in and said, my heel's killing me. And I just started playing pickleball. And I looked at her like, oh, this poor lady. She must have Alzheimer's, too, because there's no such thing as pickleball. What sport do you speak of, young lady? Alrighty, So, pickleball is the fastest growing sport in America, though. After we did some research, we learned all about that. And Google's a wonderful thing. It is. Google, Wikipedia, we love you. <laughs> so, pickleball is a sport that's played on a court that looks a lot like a... Um, tennis court. Tennis court. One-third the size, give or take. Yeah, it's about one-third the size of a tennis court. Nets are lower. You got a big uh, ping pong paddle, but it's a little more expensive, a little fancier. It looks like a ping pong paddle, and then they play with a wiffle ball. Right from the streets. That's right, just like we played in Jersey. <laughs> it's a neat sport. It's a great sport for people to stay active. It's a sport that has really been touted, especially because I've read a statistic from the, um, the United States of America's Pickleball Association. <laughs> And there's a neat little infographic, and it says that, you know, we just said 140,000 people in America currently play pickleball. And of that 140,000 people, 70% are over 60. Yeah, it's huge up in the villages. What is there, 140, 150 courts there alone or something? But you know what? There's probably a statistic of kids between the ages of 8 and 14 that are doing nothing but looking at social media or, like, video games. <laughs> exactly. Like, we're going the wrong direction. And now these retired people are out there exercising four hours a day. Yeah, those kids don't have a chance. <laughs> oh, so, anyway, I just thought about that. Well, anyway, one of the things about pickleball, though, it really is how it's supposed to be um, because a lot of people that play, the re- it's, it's kind of a different dynamic. I don't know if it's because it's such a fun sport that everybody plays it or... It's drawing people that are over 60 to it because it's touted to have less trauma to the knees and the hips. Yeah, it's supposed to be easier for them because they're not running back and forth beating up their bad hips and knees and stuff like that. Yeah, but I was wondering about the feet and especially because we do see some, I'd say there's three main types of people we see on regular occasion for pickleball injuries, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. And when I say pickleball injuries, I don't mean that they... That the pickleball necessarily caused the injury. They may have had some pre-existing problem. They didn't really prevent it from getting worse. And then, bam, they're in our office. Yeah, or it's somebody who's done nothing for a long time. And then they started playing pickleball. Had they started anything, they would have had a similar injury. But yeah, I'd say there's three common things I see. So when we had the idea of doing this podcast, I decided to interview some real rock star people and see... uh, It's not an interview, it's work. (laughs) Okay, so they're patients, they're patients. And what I did was I just looked at my most common, you know, um, injuries I've seen or people that walk into my office and their words are, I was playing pickleball and... 
So my number one, I'd say the number one thing I see in the office for pickleball that people complain about, whether playing pickleball or after they've been done playing pickleball, is plantar fasciitis or heel pain. Absolutely agree. And when I see those people, they always describe one of two scenarios. One, they'll play pickleball, they'll feel fine. They'll go to bed that night or they'll be at dinner and then they get up after rest and their foot's just killing them. Yeah, for me, it's, I got to get up in the middle of the night and go to the bathroom and I'm dying, doc, help me out. Right, they feel like somebody's stabbing them in the bottom of their heel. And we try to explain to them, it's no big deal, you'll be better. And then the other type of patient who has heel pain that's a pickleball patient, that's just fun to say. <laughs> pickleball patient. Pickleball patient. <laughs> pickleball, pickleball, pickleball patient. Anyway, I digress. So, um... I think you just digressed. Again, <laughs> I keep digressing. <laughs> so the pickleball patients, I did it again, that say, my foot feels fine. It doesn't hurt when I get up out of bed or, you know, after I, I'm sitting and get up. My foot hurts me after playing pickleball for two hours. And then I think, God, I don't exercise enough. <laughs> the seven-year-old is playing You're pickleball. five and two hours of exercise? <laughs> and, then I, and then I start to help them. But I, I do guilty. think I feel guilty for just a minute. <laughs> and... um. I tell people support becomes a main issue. Absolutely. A good pair of shoes is very, very important. And some stretching and some other common sense things. You know, I tell people, and in our blog, if you look at our blog, um, it's centerankleFootcareBlogspot.com, or you can see it at our webpage at centerankleFootcare.com. I, um, and Dr. Henny, we put together some shoes, and it'll be there on our webpage for you to look for people who have had heel pain really a nice pickleball or court type shoe for you. So I'd check that out. But with those people who have heel pain and pickleball, yes, I tell them that it's it's all about the shoes. But every once in a while you have that crazy, no offense for the people who you know who you are. <laughs> Some Most crazy people don't know they're crazy though. That's true. Well, they, they will when I say this. It's the people, because this has happened on more than one occasion, who will say, no, I can't trade in my lucky pickleball shoes. And it'll be some like ratty old pair of, old pair of New Balance because some podiatrist <laughs> 10 years ago said, always wear New Balance, which is fine. New Balance is a great show. Don't get me wrong. But if you're playing pickleball in your lucky pair of shoes and you're afraid to give them up, then you need more support. So an over-the-counter insert is a good way to kind of augment that. So I kind of throw that out there. Look at our blog. We have some information on that too. Would you, uh, do you have any recommendations from your patients what shoes to wear? I know you probably haven't played because I'm married to you and I've never seen you play and I've never played. But I, I get opinions from patients. What do they recommend wearing? Well, some patients, and this is in our blog too, some patients recommend um, if you're good playing, sometimes it's all about the court you're playing on. According to patients, there are 140 pickleball courts in the villages. And of those 140, there's a handful that are indoor. So if you're going to be playing pickleball indoor, they say it's better to have an indoor court shoe. Okay. It, it just depends on what. It's a more, more like a, if you're going to play pickleball indoor, you because there's no pickleball shoe, which I want to talk to you about. We need to invent that. <laughs> I think it's a wonderful There's idea. a huge market. Did you hear that? <laughs> Fastest growing sport in Trademark, America. pickleball shoe. The Central Franklin Foot Care <laughs> pickleball shoe coming to you. From our office first. <laughs> but no, so if you're playing on an indoor court, racquetball type sneaker. Okay. If you're playing on an outdoor court, the general rule of thumb is a tennis shoe. Like a tennis sneaker. Not a Keds or a Tom McCann's exactly. Bobo shoe. <laughs> a good tennis shoe. 
the two brands that um, patients most often tout in, in my research I also found were Asics and Prince. Those are big ones. But that's it for plantar fasciitis. I mean, normally we do give those patients, you know, some stretching and icing. But these people who will play pickleball, they're usually really serious about pickleball. So they get in right when this stuff starts to bother them usually. They don't wait. Yeah, they're they're not in a rush to stop doing it either. So they want to get in before it makes them miss an afternoon of ball. Exactly. Number two chart topper. What do we see in the office? Ankle sprains. It's usually not the severe ones where they come in limping like they're going to break. It's just, oh, they keep twisting their ankle, and now it's really starting to bother them after the second or third time. Again, so 70% of the people that play this sport are over 60. So in your lifetime, folks, if you're younger and you're listening to this podcast, you the longer you live and the more active you are, the greater chance you're going to have had an ankle sprain in your lifetime. So there's in no way, shape, or form are we saying that the pickleball is something that people have frequent ankle sprains with, right? We're right. not saying that. But what we're saying is is that we see a lot of people who play pickleball that have ankle sprains because they've had ankle sprains in the past. From when they were younger. From they were younger. So watch out, young people. It's going to happen to you too. <laughs> you have two options in life. Get old or get dead. Don't forget that. Well, actually, what we just talked about, though, the young people playing on those video games, maybe they'll never have ankle sprains, and then they'll just start playing pickleball and jokes on us. They'll be fine. They'll play pickleball on the Wii. So, exactly. Pickleball Wii. We should trademark that. Part Along two. with our shoes. <laughs> so this is, de- this is the type of patient that I always tell them, it's better that especially if they come in and it's just starting to bother them a little, these are patients, it's a deal breaker for me for shoes. Yeah, I, I, I explained to them that uh, something like a basketball shoe, a high top, something to give them a little ankle support so they don't keep rolling that ankle. Uh, some patients like those little slip-on neoprene ankle braces you get at Walgreens or Walmart or something like that. It's kind of tough to get those in high top shoes at the same time. Some patients say they're uncomfortable. Some people put the big lace up ones and get, get the whole thing. You just have to be a little bit careful buying your shoes, but some ankle support to prevent uh, ankle sprains is always a good idea. Yeah, I think it depends on what degree of instability you probably have in the ankle. Uh, but I'm a huge fan of if somebody says, yeah, I don't know what to do. I've sprained my ankle a couple times. I'm going to say the high top for sure. If you want to keep playing this sport, the high top sneaker is going to give you just a little bit more stability on the outside of that ankle. And I also have in our blog, um, Center for Ankle and Foot Care, blogspot.com, <laughs> a picture of a really nice pair of Prince high top sneakers that are court shoes that were made for tennis or racquetball. So I, I would look at that. If you're a frequent ankle sprainer and you still want to play pickleball, that would probably be the way to go. If you're a frequent ankle sprainer and you're just getting into the swing of things and you're not having problems with your ankle, that's still the way to go. I tell people all the time, it is better to prevent an ankle sprain than spend eight weeks or more in a walking cast and not playing pickleball at all. I completely agree. So the last thing that I think I see most frequently, and I think it's because we are in the villages, Florida, and our pickleball patients is all different types of arthritis in the foot and ankle. Yeah, they've had this for years. This isn't pickleball caused, but pickleball aggravated, I like to think. Yeah, I think the pickleball aggravates it because it's a lot of, even though you're sparing your knees and your hips, it's a lot of shuffling and little stopping and starting and pivoting. And if you're somebody who was a runner when you were younger, your great toe joint may have some arthritis in it, um, your midfoot. 
And that's when shoe gear, again, it's all preventative shoe gear, I think, with pickleball. keeps you out of trouble with the feet. Absolutely. What do you do with your patients who come in with, like, arthritic-type symptoms and they play pickleball? Well, typically if it's not, you know, if it's something that's been bothering them for a while, if they're healthy enough, I give them an anti-inflammatory to calm it down. And I say, where's your shoes? And I'd say nine out of ten times, they're usually six years to eight years older. They're a little beat up. And I say, let's try to get a decent shoe with a nice art support in it. And if they really, really don't want to buy a new shoe, then I recommend an art support to at least support their arthritic condition. Um, if it's really, really bad and it's really bothering them, sometimes we give cortisone shots. But I try to give them pills to see if we can calm it down and get them back on the court as quick as possible. Yeah, as long as they can take medicine, I, I, I tend to go that route in this population. Because if I give them a shot and then they feel like it hurt for an extra day and they can't play pickleball, I don't want them to be all pissed off at me. <laughs> I don't like when people are angry at me. Not my pickleball people. Pickleball people patients. Pickleball people know how to bomb you. Yeah. We got to come up with like a tongue twister for that. So, you know, there are other things we see that are pickleball related, but they're just not as common, I think, as the plantar fasciitis, the inversion ankle sprainers, and arthritis. I mean... Because our population up there is the 60 plus and older. But, you know, there are other things like stress fractures that, you know, the repetitive little micro trauma on the feet, especially in, again, it comes back to shoe gear, Achilles tendonitis. Achilles tendonitis. But a lot of these, it's just like anything else. It's, it's, it's issues they've had going on and now that they're starting to work out again, regardless of the activity, it brings it on. And pickleball shoes are a little tough with Achilles tendonitis if it's at the, at the back of the heel because everything kind of rubs. So they try to buy something a little bit bigger, and it gets loose, and they get blisters. So it's, it's a little work in progress, a lot more patient experimentation than uh, doctoring, actually. Yes. But all in all, this looks like a phenomenally fun sport to play. Yeah, I think we should uh, build one of these so we can uh, get our kids off the Wii. And it's kind of, our kids really aren't on the Wii, really, that much. But... It kind of was a sport that was, I mean, just in reading, a sport that was developed by a couple of neighbors, dads who were sick of their kids complaining there was nothing to do. So they decided they decided to use like a badminton court and then they're like, crap, we can't find the rackets. And then they couldn't find the, the shuttlecock or what is it called? It's called shuttlecock. Shuttlecock. I don't like saying that. But, <laughs> but um, so then they just kind of piecemealed stuff together. And then I think the dads just went berserk and... It wasn't about the kids anymore. They start making the game. Yeah, once you get the kids in the house, it's a lot more fun. But yeah, if, you, if you're somebody who plays pickleball or you're somebody who is thinking about it, definitely watch some of the YouTube videos are awesome on it, I have to say. Yeah, I'd say do, some, do a little research on some shoes, get something nice, uh, nice arch support, do some nice stretching and warming up before and after is probably one of the more important things you can do for all three of these issues. And I say if you're under 60, if you want to feel like the biggest, laziest slob, you should drive to the villages. If you're in the central Florida area or, you know, near Ocala, drive to the villages and drive past some of the courts that um, people play this uh, pickleball at. And you'll see nobody under 60 on the no. courts. And those guys look awesome, and they're just playing and having so much fun. I'm so jealous right now. Yeah, they look like an army out there. Anyway, um, we just wanted to give you some information on pickleball. As the fastest-growing sport, we didn't want you to be out there as our loyal podcast listeners. Did somebody say pickleball, and you start laughing like it's a joke. It's I, no joke, people. Well, it was a joke first time I heard it. but It's no joke. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was funny, too. 
I also think it's funny every time I say pickleball patient. Pickleball patient. Anyway, I'm Dr. Michelle McGowan. And I'm Dr. Tim Minnie. And we are two pods. And a microphone. <laughs>